Hello and welcome to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, a show about life adversity, how to overcome it and transform your life. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And even though my hope is to deliver information that can be helpful for you to overcome adversity and transform your life, it is not meant to be a substitute from being diagnosed and treated by a licensed mental health, medical, and related professional. Season 1, Episode 19. Hi, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of the Beyond Resilience Live. Today, I have the honor of interviewing Dr. Carol Ramos. We have been friends since gosh, since first grade or God knows what. And so I've known her for a long, long time. And most recently, she graduated with her doctor in chiropractic in June. So I'm so excited to have this episode to talk about the body aches and trauma and how it heals because I talked a lot to her about it. And we've gone into these conversations about what is trauma and how it manifests in the body and all those kind of things. So without any further ado, here is Dr. Karen. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so happy to. So can you please tell us a little bit about you, about, you know, what are you doing, your stations? Well, I just graduated from Life University in Atlanta, well, Marietta, Georgia. My degree is a doctor of chiropractic. My bachelor degree is in business administration, and I specialize in pregnant women and kids. I've been taking the ICPA seminars. Is a certification that you do for kids and pregnant women. And I'm also certified in the Webster technique. Okay, cool. Thank you. And how do you define trauma? Well, trauma for me is energy that is stuck in your body. It's an unprocessed em- emotions that won't let your, won't let your body flow <laughs> as it's supposed to, like for the nervous system, like the functions of the nervous system and that communication between the brain and your nervous system. If you have an unprocessed emotion there, it won't let the communication to occur as it's supposed to. And then that's when people kind of come with pains and aches, like it hurts here. Yes, because I'm talking about energy, but then it could be like manifested as a physical complaint, like pain, any disease or something like that. Yeah. And what are the body aches that result from emotional trauma? Like what have been some that you've seen? Usually people complain about low, low back pain. and From the things that I've been reading, low back pain is associated to financial problems, financial instability. So in a world that people are struggling with money all the time, it's not surprising that people come with the complaints of low back pain. Yeah. I also have heard a lot of the headaches and like stomach aches. Yes, stomach um, headaches, neck pain. I think neck pain is most common complaint that people go to a chiropractor. But yeah, that one also can relate to feeling not good enough, um, not having too much, I don't know, like recognition in their life or something like that. So we tend to see that problem in, in the neck area. Yeah, like not being heard or seen, mm-hmm. thing like that, which is very common with people that have gone through some kind of trauma. Yeah. What about physical trauma? How often do people go, you know, like mm-hmm. they fail and all those kind of things? Mostly they come because of physical trauma because people are like not aware of their emotions. So usually they don't think that their emotions are causing the other problems. So mostly patients are going to come because they have low back pain or they fell or accident or maybe they were playing and they sprained their ankle or something like that. In babies, they usually come 
because of ear infections, ear pain, problem with, with the latching, you know, lactation's problem or something. Usually colics also. So it's like for kids, it's basically that because, you know, if their parents are not sleeping, a baby crying all the time, baby is not eating well, it's like a big thing that you're worried about. So they go and usually it's the bones that are like up here. I'm not talking about bones. I'm talking about the area, like the bones up here, like if they were seeing me, you know, but no, it's like in the neck up in that. If that bone moves, it would block, like it would interfere the nerve that go out in that area that are the responsible for digestion and all that stuff. Because if they're not digesting well, they're going to experience colic and that things. And it's hard for a baby because for us adults, it's hard. I can't even imagine in a baby that they cannot speak or something and tell you like exactly what they are experiencing. Yeah, but you're bringing the aspect of children seeking chiropractic care because I know a lot of people might look when their babies are infant, but then later on in their lifespan as well, because a lot of kids complain about stomach aches. Yeah, that's a very common one, especially when and, they're going through something. And not only that, like the pain and all that stuff, a lot of kids go to a chiropractor because they're having trouble learning. And it's like, there's a lot of ADHD kids, ADD, a lot of learning neurobehavioral disorders. Because what we do is trying to connect, you know, the brain to the nervous system. So when those kids have those problems, it's like one area of their brain is working more compared to the other. And they're supposed to be having a balance between both. So they seek chiropractic care in order to help them learn. And another thing that is important is when babies, they don't crawl at the, you know, there are babies that skip the crawling. So those steps are really important because you're building the pathways in your brain in order to learn and whatever do your functions as you're supposed to be. So if you skip one of those steps, or either you can be like, the baby can be crawling, but they're not crawling like in the correct, in the proper form. Maybe they're like putting it to the side while they're like walking and you're still not developing that pathway correctly. So you, maybe you don't see that problem when there are babies because, okay, you think, oh, they skip crawling or something, but then you're going to notice those problems when they go to school. And that's when, you know. That's when they notice because they're going to start having like behavioral problems, learning pro disabilities or something. So we try to retrain the brain. Uh -huh. We try to retrain. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's the word that we re-educate the go. brain, re-educate the brain and trying to bring awareness again to the brain in those areas and have a balance between those, those areas that are not working. And in terms of which you answered the next one, which was about childhood trauma kind of stuff. In general, like, or I'm even thinking whenever I work with children or adolescents that in their homes, there's a lot of things going on, like a lot of stressors or anxiety or moving or things like that, like changes, then it can bring a lot of this kind of things because yes. a lot of parents kind of minimize, oh, it's okay. They're children. They're not aware. They can no, have energy somewhere. Yeah, they can pick up everything that's happened in their homes. Usually you see those manifested as kids that have tr like they pee on the bed they say like bed wedding and I saw this kid in where I was doing my internship and he went to seek for care because he was going to have a, a camp a summer camp and he was going to be sleeping with his classmate 
So he was so ashamed of going there because he was seven and he was peeing every night. So he started chiropractic care and then it was like magic for him. You know, it depends on the kid, but for him, it was magic. And, but it's like a lot of emotional stuff that he was living. You know, I know this stuff because I did the, the consult for them. So he was going through a lot of stuff in his house. So I cannot tell like exactly that was the cause of this, but I, I think, yes, you know, it has a lot of trauma going situations, you know, a divorce and a lot of stuff going on in his home. And then he started manifesting that thing that wasn't happening before. So it's like, yeah. Which also brings, you know, for any of the mental health providers that are listening to this episode and you're working with a child or an adolescent that having some of this stuff because we can interpret it from a, or conceptualize it for a very different way, but also to consider all these other ways of support and alternative ways of going into healing. Mm-hmm. And the digestive, the digestive problems are mostly associated with emotions. Right. Yeah. What are some of your go-to techniques or skills to help heal the body? Right now, I'm specializing in the network spinal analysis technique. It is a technique that we do a gentle, it's a gentle approach, tonal approach adjustment. We go to this specific contact in the body and we wait for the body to tell us like, it is okay. This is what I need. So then we just do a gentle contact and we remove our, our hands from the patient. And the patient's body is who's going to take care of that. Like we're just putting an awareness to the brain in that area and the body's going to do the rest. So it's like, wake up brain, we're here because you're stopped paying attention to me, you know, because we ha- I had to survive and have to pay, you had to pay attention to the other areas of my body. But wake up, I'm here again. I'm ready to to resolve this area or whatever. So when we do that, the brain start reorganizing again. And it, like I mentioned before, it's like, it's not with just one adjustment. You have to teach that brain over and over until it gets, mm-hmm. until the brain gets that. So just so I'm clear, what you're saying is more that when somebody goes through something traumatic, the body holds some energy and then the body continues to live in that way and ignore this other area that are compensating. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what- is doing like bringing awareness to the areas that are that are not aware yeah. yeah and there's also people that goes through traumatic events that maybe within the, the that event was traumatic but the person knew how to integrate that event on their body so they're not going to have that problem but areas other persons like they go through a, through an event and they don't know how to integrate that so then you store that energy in some place in your body and what we do is try to help that flow again you know back so if we speak about energy (laughs) yeah yeah no but it's important yeah in what ways have you seen this technique help people have you seen people heal from trauma in their body well it i think it's awesome because it helps people some people they don't see the changes like the first adjustment there are others that yes they do it's like really impressive you can see the change instantly but there are others and see the changes like after maybe six adjustment or I don't know, it depends on the patient. But the thing that I like about this technique is that you're able to see the difference even in the patient's expression in their face. You know, they go step by step, like integrating that trauma on their body. And sometimes you're going to be adjusting like the same faces until they get out of that phase. 
but giving that tool for the patient to, I don't know, it's like a boost, giving a boost so they can like go back to a better life. But you can see people going through a lot of pain and they can get out of pain because I don't like to focus on pain, but people, they go with pain and they notice that after the adjustment, they get out of pain. So it's like you're releasing some energy there and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's what people want. They don't want the pain. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. But there are other times that the pain will stay and they think maybe it's not working, but it's like, it's a process. You know, the adjustment is not an event. It's a process of more adjustment. You need to give the body. If you're in pain, that pain did start yesterday. You know, it's a lot of stuff that happened that brought you to that place. So you need to understand that just one adjustment is not what you need. You need to get adjust it regularly in order to re-educate that brain again <laughs> mm -hmm. in order to heal. Yeah. Do you have any further resource or recommendations to the listeners so that they could benefit from? Yeah, people can go to epienergetics.com. That's the web page for the network spinal analysis technique. And they can find, according to the area that they live, they can find a practitioner that practice that technique. Okay. How about your books? What are your favorite books during classes or that have helped you? Well, here we have, well, I start with the of imperfection that Dr. Lidiana recommended me a long time ago. This is from Brene Brown. I also have um, Thriving Through Uncertainty from Tama Keith, Stepping Into the Light from Julia Treat, Louise Hay, another light. There's a lot of authors' books, you know. <laughs> Which one do you like the most from Louise Hay? From Louise Hay, I like that one. Like you can, you can hear your life, is right? Yeah, you can hear your life. Yeah. Any kind of other resources that are not books or people that have inspired you or? Yes, I have my my spiritual teacher. Well, I can I can call her like that, Julia Treat, and her podcast just helped me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot on this inner work when I start doing. And actually, I just. I didn't know her. I just started looking for, to cultivate my intuition. I started looking for a podcast and then she popped up in my podcast. I don't know why, but I know why now. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it was really crazy. And then I started listening to her and I've been taking her courses and uh, I just love her. <laughs> yeah. You share in the Spanish episode, something that you really like to do when you're like feeling stuck that you scroll down and Oh, yeah. I go to her podcast. And even though I've linked all of her podcasts, I just put this intention and I just ask, please guide me to the podcast that I need to hear right now. And they always answer, you know, I start listening to the podcast. And even though maybe the title won't make sense for me at that moment, but then I start listening to the podcast and she starts talking about the same stuff that I'm going through at that exact moment. Because even though I listened to that podcast before, It gave me like another meaning the first time that I listened to it. And then since I'm going through another different situation, you know, it makes another different meaning that second time that I listened to that podcast. So it's like, trust your intuition. It's like, you know, go follow your intuition. If you get, you have to listen to that, just listen to that. Yeah. And I love like how the technique in a way is like very intuitive. It's like telling the body to like awake the intuition again. Mm -hmm. yeah that's it. it's yeah. spiritually but it's like yeah. you're trying to connect people to their higher self yes yeah. in that tenet. yeah yeah how can people follow you well they can find me on instagram as dr carol ramo 
I'm going to be moving to Puerto Rico now in August. I just graduated in June. And my husband and I were going to build a practice in Puerto Rico in the West area um, near Aguadilla, Isabela, whatever, but that area. But for now, they can connect me through Instagram. And I'll put this in the show notes. So, okay. Yes. Any last thoughts to conclude the episode? I had a last question. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> last question was more, so somebody might go in, and I know we talk about how it's not going to happen one time, but is there like an average or something that people can start seeing some results for the majority? Usually chiropractors do their care plan four months or yes, or six months, depends on the technique. But I'm trying to think like maybe most of the patients start seeing changes. I don't know, because it, it depends. I'm trying to see like the majority, but it's like, but the care plans are like for that long. So then we do a re-examination and to try to meet the patient where they at at that moment compared to the first visit. So yes, I would say like maybe three months for about three months to see drastic changes maybe, but they're going to be noticing some stuff in their life that have been, that are going to be changing, but maybe they don't think it's the chiropractic care that is helping with that. Cause you know, people are go to chiropractic care to get rid of the pain. So maybe they start feeling like better emotionally speaking but they maybe they they don't relate that thing to the chiropractic care that makes sense yes okay yeah because in therapy we usually say six to eight sessions it's like mm -hmm. people start seeing but it depends also how many times yeah. a week they go right. you know yeah and that's why i say more <laughs> yeah yeah but if it's a weekly yeah okay well thank you thank you so much for coming and You're welcome and i'm looking forward to then continuing our conversation where we go into the season of pregnancy and all that yes, yes. <laughs> okay. thank, thank you. you so much okay thank you so much for listening to beyond resilience life podcast i'm so happy to have you here if you like this episode please make sure to review it and comment on it and share it with your friends and family until next time